Dystopia tonight. Let's not waste any time. Let's bring uh, Ariel Elias out. Hey. Hi. How are you? Good. You're right. I don't remember meeting you in DC, but I. It was so. I love quick. your honesty. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I love it too. I didn't think she was. We were literally, literally on like a showcase show. So it was. She fucking crushed. Uh, super funny. And then um, we said hi. We did our shit and then left. Was it Big Hunt? Is that where we met? No, it was the improv. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah. It was a good lineup. It was really good. But yeah, there were, you know, it, there were like nine people on that Just show. People come, exactly. And then I think everybody did Draft House and then Big Hunt. Like it was like one of those nights where like everybody was fucking everywhere. It was a lot of fun though. Well, it's um, good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you too. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> seen each other since. I don't know why. Um, but uh, I want to thank you for giving comedians uh, something to talk about other than their acts for the last <laughs> week and a half. That's very, I mean, that's, do you know how generous that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I did it. Yeah, I um, figured. That's why I planted that couple in the audience. <laughs> uh, just I, so we could all have something to talk about. Uh huh. I cannot believe that's one of the rumors. That is fucking insane. I really I can. People think that people think school shootings are planted. You know, like right. true. I I do have this theory that like there have always been these conspiracy theory minded people. Mm -hmm. um, it's just that now everybody has an equal voice on the internet, yeah. so you actually hear them. But I mean, I'm sure there were people in like. You know, during the Boston Tea Party, who were like, "This is fake." <laughs> <laughs> Just as like Paul Revere rides by, fake news. Yeah, <laughs> one of Alex Jones's ancestors by candlelight is like streaming out his window. Just in yeah. front of it. How do you know the British were coming, huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it is weird. The internet's got to kind of equalized, you know, and leveled almost everything to the point where like. I, I always try to tell my friends the same shit where I'm like, you know, there have always been fucking crazy people. It's just that people ignored them for the most part. Or you got to ignore them. Like, you got to see, like, you know, um, uh, one of those uh, rag magazines or whatever, like Star or some shit. And then if people picked it up, you'd be like, that guy's bad shit insane. And you wouldn't talk to that guy. But then, like, you would, you know, you'd be able to go about your day. And now they're everywhere. And also the media picks up on it, too. So it makes it worse. Yeah. Every town square had, like, a village idiot. It's just that now the village idiot is like verified on Twitter. Yeah. And has a bad yeah. pitching arm, apparently. <laughs> yeah. um, so what was the what was the I mean, so there, that's one of the rumors. One of the rumors is that, you know, they uh, that you staged the whole fucking thing. Yeah. As if uh, I could act. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> She's more of a writer than an actor, guys. Oh, I love that you're not even you like that's not a credit I need, honestly. <laughs> um, and then there was a couple other rumors too, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, but there was that one. There was oh, it wasn't even a rumor, I guess. But somebody was like, it was a full can unopened, and it popped open when it hit the wall. I like that. That's like people are just beefing it up now that they were like, oh yeah, she. But it was it. No, open no, already? I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it was unopened because that place oh, you've been there. It's BYOB. Yes, I have. Um, and there was that table showed up with like cases of oh wow of alcohol yeah yeah and the way I mean I don't think not that I've like slowed down the video and like enhanced and zoomed in but I'm pretty sure nobody <laughs> in the audience like got sprayed yeah so it I mean I think if he had thrown it and it was open already it would I think he just picked one up and threw it I do Jeez, think it was unopened 
Wow, that's crazy. Well, that's good to know. I wasn't sure exactly. And but. the good news is we're going to take it, slow it down, and enhance it while <laughs> you're saying that it's a clip. <laughs> yeah. If you, we have circles. We're like, if you look here, <laughs> none of the spray was sprayed back onto the crowd. Um, you think there was a second thrower? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that'd be great. Um, yeah, and the other rumor, I think, that was started, and I'm not sure who did it, but somebody said it was the responsibility of the club owner to protect the comedians that are on stage and not be a piece of shit and let it escalate. I think, I don't know who that was. I'm sure. No, it was me. Um, but that's got to fucking <laughs> I know you're booked back there, uh, right, in April. He was bragging about it, booking you back there in April. I don't um, know if you want to talk about it. We don't have to, but officially I am booked to go back. Fantastic. That uh, must be a nice <laughs> two hour drive for you. Like, I love that he did that. At, you could, you could blame all this on me, by the way. Um, I love that he did it. Like it was like a generous thing. Like he was really reaching, like he could have bumped any fucking Jersey hack. That's going to be there and booked you immediately and gotten you the money. <laughs> but he's like, don't worry. She's coming back in April as if it was a favor to you. He booked um, me. He booked me on Friday night after my set. Sure. Um, and then Saturday night is when everything happened. Um, no. My oh. my yeah. my hope is that I, my career will be in a different place. Hold the fucking phone. He didn't. So he already booked you prior to the incident, and then he yeah. was saying it like he, like, don't worry, she's gonna be back. That's that does not surprise me at all. That's pretty how, great. How was it when you were there? Horrible. <laughs> um, it, it was, it was exactly, that's a thing that I don't quite understand. And I've tried to like emphasize to like, I, we did like, we had to go uh, on NBC recently and talk about, you know, how it works out. Somebody does something in comedy and then they ask other people in comedy. So it was John Laster and I, uh, and Joanne, uh, were talking about some shit cause I had started there, unfortunately. Um, and like early in my career, it was kind of like my home club just cause I, that was, it was literally the closest club to me, uh, but I already started doing stand up in the city, but I lived in New Jersey. So then, you know, I, I would go there or whatever and same kind of environment. Um, but uh, that's that's he kind of cultivates that atmosphere there. That's what I thought was so surprising. He was like, this is an isolated incident. Yeah, that day, motherfucker. What are you talking about? Like that hour? Like that's not isolated at all. Like there's I've known guys who've gotten. Um, well, this is kind of uh stereotypical Italian, but literally cannolis thrown at them on stage, which I feel like is more game show quality. Sounds great. Right? I know. That's not... I feel like you would have preferred that other than yeah. something that could have concussed you. Sure. Um, but, but yeah. Depends on how big the cannoli is, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> a full. Let me tell you, they are not springing for full cream there, so it's not going to be a good cannoli. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's the kind of, uh, you know, atmosphere he's cultivated for years. It's that kind of an audience. They do not give a shit who comes in as long as they're paying customers. And he would kind of use that as like a merit to judge his comedians by. Like if you couldn't handle his audience, then, you know, you wouldn't get invited back. Or maybe if you were brown also, you didn't get invited back. You know what I mean? Like if you were too tan that summer. Um, so, yeah, there's uh, he's a genuine piece of shit. And I've and I've um, I've like I haven't like ever I haven't thought about him in forever. But as soon as I heard that you were in New Jersey and got a beer can thrown at your head. Cause it traveled pretty quickly, by the way, um, before I think you even posted it. I was like, Oh, I know the beer can going. or the clip. <laughs> <laughs> it was the beer can heard around the comedy community. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But it was one of those things where I was like, Oh, I know where she is. And he, and he pay, and the, and the thing is, is that he pays cash. So I don't blame comedians for going there, but there is it like, 
God, the list of people that are banned from that fucking place. Like, I'm sure you've heard it by now, but it's ridiculous. Like, it's, you know, I'm it's me, Kevin Brennan, fucking, uh, I don't know. Every, like, I'm blanking on names at the moment. But It everybody. would be fun if the whole bathroom wall was just all the banned comedians' pictures, as opposed to, like, the entrance way when you're walking into a comedy club. There's, yeah. a, there's an Italian restaurant in my neighborhood that has plastered their entire bathroom with their negative Yelp reviews. <laughs> and I love it. So, I mean, you just like you end up in the bathroom for so long because you're just reading because they respond to and it's the best. Oh, my um, God. And so you end up just you're like, sorry, I wasn't pooping. I was just reading. The <laughs> <laughs> They're like, are you all right? And you're like, yeah, 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 just give me a second. I'm almost done with this wall. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, it's not too bad, but I'm impressed that you didn't. I like your reason for not pressing charges. Um, I just like that you didn't want to come back to New Jersey, which I was like, respect. <laughs> I'll go back to parts of Jersey, but look, I also grew up going to South Jersey because both of my parents are from Bordentown. Oh, okay. So, and I, I mean, I never liked going as a kid. Southern Jersey is so <laughs> weird and not to paint like a broad brush, but it is, it's like a rural place mm -hmm. with like none of the Southern charm right? that like, yeah. that like the rest, you know, and like I was also coming from Kentucky. So I was just like, this isn't. I don't want to just go to more farmland. Yeah. Jokes on you. Yeah. Uh, we don't even have a farmer's market. Um, so there's, yeah, that's the, we're, we're, there's like different kinds of shore trash. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not because I still grew up like adjacent to it, but um, yeah, you got the kind of the worst of it, unfortunately, but you handle it like a, I'm like, I love watching that video because I just like anytime a comedian just fuck it. Like you handle it like such a goddamn champ. It's it's like I know you've heard it like a million times, but it really is like one of the best because you look at are you looking at your camera? Or are you looking for somebody to do something because you do turn and like lock eyes and it almost looks like you're breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> no, maybe that's why people think I baked it. No, I was like oh. looking at I think I was looking at because they were like leaving then they oh. were like walking out and that's where the door is is by the my my camera was set up at the table okay. closest to the door gotcha. in the back. So. That oh, okay. That makes sense. Like that. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that's what the case was because it was pretty great. And then you just chugged the fucking beer and that was it. So that was awesome. Yeah. I was trying to wait for everybody to turn back around and look mm -hmm. like you can see when I first pick it up, I start to go to drink it. And then I realized nobody's looking at me. This is going to be a waste. So I waited a beat <laughs> yeah. and then waited for like people to sort of slowly start paying attention to me again Shit. Um, because I'm broken. How are you? <laughs> how are you at handling that kind of stuff though? Like, did it, it, are you somebody who like lets that shit roll around in your head for a while? Do you have to process it, or are you kind of over it already? Uh, I I have to. Pro it takes a long time for me to process any of my feelings ever. <laughs> so I, um, to be honest, I still don't know that I really have. Mm. I haven't really had like a day to hang out yet, and just sort of like, I mean, I've barely written. Um, right. Since it happened, it's just been a lot. So sure. we'll see. I mean, I did the next day. I had like the greatest workout of my life because I yeah. just still had so much adrenaline. Where right. I, was like, I was like, I'm so fucking strong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. I did. I told my husband, I was like, it's very possible that in like two weeks I explode at you for no reason. And right. just know that that is me processing. And I'm so sorry. Yeah. 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 Are, you, do you, are you in therapy? Do you go to therapy? I was in therapy until December. I have to find a new therapist. Hmm. Um, she was 
she was great. She was lovely. She was a student. Um, So she was discounted. Um, But (laughs) I think it's, I think, I think we both got each other as far as we could go. You know, I would like, I need somebody nosier. Oh yeah. She was very sweet. I need somebody who will like push me. Yeah. Yeah. I would kind of like leave little crumbs and then she wouldn't quite pick it up. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so, okay. But that's at least decent that you know that about yourself. Cause I don't know how many times I have people in my life who like say they go to therapy and then like, I'm like, you, you don't tell your therapist shit, do you? Like there's like, (laughs) there's like a whole bunch of shit that you're still doing that. I don't know what you're talking to her about, but But she was, she was very helpful. She got me, she taught me like a lot of breathing exercises and Mm. a lot of like being okay with listening to, you know, I used to like beat myself up a lot when I would, you know, those days where you're like, I just want to stay in bed. I don't want to do anything. And then I would get really mad at myself for that and think like, well, I've just wasted this day. What's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. And she was the one who was like, okay, well, did you ever think that maybe it's because like you need a day of rest? Right. And I was like, no, that never occurred to me. (laughs) She was like, maybe you should just like listen to yourself when you need that um, and not be mad at yourself for it. So I'm very grateful for her. That's awesome. That Grace, is really if you're listening, thanks for everything. <laughs> that is pretty. And now they're coming to get you now. <laughs> I can yeah, hear yeah. That. yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, sound effects that we're using now? No. Um, that's awesome, yeah, though. Because, no, no, no. It's fine. So, like, take me. I mean, you've been this through a million times. No one wants to make you relive it. So if you don't want to, I get it. But immediately after it happens, are you doing those? Uh, are you, like, trying to figure out in your head, like, what just happened? Or is it just, like it's over and that's the end of it. Uh, like when I was still on stage? Yeah, because I mean like the audience seemed like, I, I saw like a lot of other people at least, which was really nice. Um, again, I've seen this video a lot. Uh, the other crowd looks just as fucking shocked as you are. So it doesn't yeah. seem like, you know, and plus they seemed, the majority seemed with you, especially when you were hitting her with those jokes in the beginning. So did you feel that? Like they were like with you? Yeah, it was uh, yeah. it was nice because the set was going like fine before that. They definitely mm-hmm. weren't my ideal crowd and I wasn't their ideal comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can feel I mean, you can hear it, too, on the on the tape when she when that woman starts asking about Trump and Biden, you can mm-hmm. hear people be like, why are we talking about politics? We're like, it's very right. clear. That's like a conservative room, yeah. but they still don't want to talk about it. Um, right. Like, that's not what they're there for. So yeah, there was definitely a shift. And then when everything happened, I was just thinking like, breathe, breathe, breathe. Like, don't don't just like act on impulse. Don't act on the adrenaline. Because uh, that's the thing always with hecklers. It's like, you just never want to like, it's really hard to do, but you just don't want to be on their level. You right. want, you just like have to keep cool and keep control, mm. which I don't always do. I just don't post the clips where I lose my cool. Um, oh sure, yeah. So, <laughs> no, you don't post those clips. No, no, no. People you have to pay like, on the Patreon for that. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, "You're just so cool under that," and I was just like, "Yeah, yeah." I lost my shit on somebody three weeks ago in St. Louis. Um, yeah. So it's not always that, but yeah, it was just like breathe, try there to get was, them back. It's funny. There, I know. There's so there's uh, incidents at this one club in Michigan that I had one of them that had same same kind of situation getting thrown at me but like it went viral where like the entire it's a big room and the entire back room started chanting like I was done with my whole thing I had like 15 minutes left and uh um they were chanting I said I just mentioned his name I didn't get to a joke I didn't do whatever and I actually do like you know I like to talk about that kind of stuff so I get it 
But um, they just started chanting his name and chanting USA, and they kind of just started this little mini rally for themselves, which is kind of funny to chant USA at me as if I'm not from this country. Like, I didn't think about that till after the fact, but I was like, USA? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, yeah, I also get it. So then, like, they were just chanting, like, Trump 2020 and, like, all this other crap. That At that point in time, I handled it really well, came back at them. It was great. And then they wound up, like, piecing the other incident that i had i literally did this awkward thing where i fucking stopped the room and waited till somebody removed this woman like i was like get her the fuck out of here that wasn't i would much prefer going kind of going with it and doing what i did the first night i didn't post that other video i was like well, i'm not fucking doing a goddamn thing until you get her out of here and i waited until they awkwardly escorted her out not my favorite moment but i guess i was angry at the time so you know yeah it's hard we yeah. you know we're not nobody's always good at their job yeah, exactly. <laughs> True. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, but uh, you were with uh, Jean Marco, right? Mm -hmm. How the hell did his, like, how, was it like, <laughs> he still had a whole hour to do. How the hell did that go? I mean, credit to Jean Marco. He fucking, he went up there. He made a, he made a couple jokes. I, look, I, I walked outside because um, mm. I just don't like a set, but um, no, I like, <laughs> I like needed a, I needed a minute. Um I needed to go outside. I like called my husband, but I, you know, I saw he went up. He like, well, also when I got off stage, he like, he gave me a hug. He was like, are mm -hmm. you okay? And then, you know, the host is like, welcome to the stage. And he just has to go up. Yeah. Um, he made, I know he made a couple jokes about it and he, you know, he did well that night. I think there was so much, honestly, I think everybody was so much better behaved after that incident. Everybody, everybody also was like awake and sobered up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean he 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 did very well. <laughs> like that's, cool. that's great. I can't imagine going up and doing an hour after that. No, exactly. I know, and I guess uh, was he prepared? Like if you know, if you wanted to leave, was he prepared to go? Yeah, totally. Oh, that's it, it didn't even occur to me. To I can't imagine like, he wouldn't be, but also like it's nice to have somebody who's got your back. Yeah, of course. I mean, he was like, if Ariel wants to leave, we can leave. Yeah, we had already gotten paid. Um, oh, nice. So. Oh, yeah. that's, that's the best part. And it's also, it's not like that club's going to fucking make or break you, you know? So it's like, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, I got, uh, uh, I, I got a glimpse to see you on a uh, Sherry Shepard show today. Is that like the start of your meet? Cause you're going on Kimmel what in mm -hmm. a week? Yeah. In a week on Monday. That's a week awesome. from today. Oh, that's great. So yeah. How are you kind of absorbing that kind of stuff? Are you like it's fucking nuts? dude? Right. It's, it's so it's cool. So crazy. Yeah. And all because some lunatic decided to throw a beer. You know what I mean? Like he did not intend for that to happen, but kudos. No, it's really wild. Um, it's like, you know, we toil away in obscurity for decades and mm -hmm. then, and then, and now I have a bunch of TV credits, which is pretty nuts. It is nuts. And it's nice, but that's the craziest part about what we do is like, you could work as hard as you fucking can for years and be as good as you can possibly fucking be. And like you said, toil away in obscurity. And then one dumb thing, you know, happens to you and they're like, Hey, let's get them on, you know? And you're like, Oh, you're fucking yeah. me. but at least you're good enough to be on. You know what I mean? Like you have like the, the shit to back it up. You know, you're not just some one hit wonder. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's like been at this for a minute. Um, yeah. it, it is funny. Oh, your There's dog's this... backing you up too. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, fucking tell him. Um, it is interesting. I feel like there is this thing where, like, women, like female comedians, will like will only really go viral when like abuse happens to us in public. Right. Um. So you know, like you have like Kelly Bachman and Beth Stelling, 
and mm. this. Um, so I don't know. It's it's just wild. It's a wild. We're in a crazy business. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And speaking of which, so what is I don't really know anything about how you started, why you started. I mean, was it is there anybody that creative in your family? Like, were you like interested in this when you were younger? Like, what's your little trajectory into this business? So I I my exposure to comedy when I was little was or not little, but like as a kid was listening to Bob and Tom radio every morning. That was oh, wow. That's like what my dad always listened to mm -hmm. uh, in the morning on the way to school. And we had a half hour drive to school. So that was also a Bob and Tom fan. Yeah. 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 That's why her name is Bobby. Um, no. it's, uh, it's short for Baba Ganoush. Bobby, go to your place. Hey. That's a great name. Go to your place. Place. Good girl. I would love if somebody told me to go to my place and I just went to bed. <laughs> like, like if they, if they saw that I was having a fucking moment and they were like, John, John, go to your place. I'm like, oh, You're right. I should go to bed. But so I, so, so that was like, cause you know, in, in Kentucky, you have to be 21 to go anywhere. So it's not like I was like going to comedy shows as a kid. Sure. Um, and then also like I'm Jewish. I think Jews have like a deep ingrained sense of comedy because mm -hmm you know, tragedy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You, yeah. Give me one example. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, liar. Uh, you know, I was a musician uh, throughout until col through college. I, I went to college for music for, for saxophone, but oh, then nice. developed these like really bad jaw problems hmm. and had to stop. So I had this like performer itch. Uh, and then went, which, you know, there's a cream for, but, um, and then I went to, okay, okay. And then when I was my senior year of college, graduating into a recession, had no job prospects. Mm. Uh, and I had been working in a library and podcasts had just come out. So okay. I would listen to comedy podcasts. I would listen to like the Nerdist and stuff like that oh, and yeah. like, and whatever. And they would talk about like, you know, they would ask the same question of how did you start? And the answers were always, oh, you just go to an open mic and you just start and you're bad for a long time and you just keep doing it. So I like, I, you know, I was living in New Orleans and I looked up, I was like, oh, I wonder if we have an open mic here and found one for the next night. So I wrote some stuff and I went and wow. it was like, the, I mean, I'm sure looking back on it, if I could watch the, if I had filmed it and watched it, it's like, ooh. <laughs> but I thought I fucking crushed because sure. um, I didn't know that bombing was a real possibility. <laughs> um, oh man! And it was great, and I it was I was just like hooked immediately. Mm -hmm. I love when your first night on stage goes particularly well because you're too stupid to know that like it's it should not at all. So yeah. you have that high because you chase that for such a long time. Like my, it was kind of the way mine went. I got to do my first night; it went really well, um, and then. I immediately confidently booked another show because somebody was like, Oh, you should come to uh, Gotham. And that was Gotham when Gotham was in like the old room or whatever. So I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I should. And then, uh, <laughs> and then literally the second, my second time doing it. Um, oh God. I, I think it was, do you know, um, fuck, I'm blanking on her name. All right. I'll think of it in a minute or I'll edit it in. Who knows? It's, this sucks. Uh, but, but um, she, uh, um, she came downstairs. She's like, "Oh, we lost one of the one of the guys or whatever. Do you want to do you want to do extra time?" And like a jackass, I was like, "Yeah, that's fine. I'll do extra time." I ate it so fucking hard, <laughs> and I was like, "What happened?" And like, I invited a bunch of people to like a moron. I was like, "Yes, come and see me do a thing." And 
yeah and then so i was like oh this is what it's supposed to feel like for a long time and then were you reluctant to get back up no i defiantly booked myself like i was like that must be a fluke so i like kept calling like other places to like keep going that's what would happen though like for a while it was just like hit and miss to the point where you're like oh that was a really good set and then you would fucking eat it and you're like that can't be true and i would book like like more shows because i i you know if you stop you fucking stop right yeah so i would just keep going yeah that first bomb where you're just like oh oh that was that feeling mm -hmm. um i can was I tell you what room do you, do you do you sorry do you do you know what do you have a room that you can be bombed in for the first time that you remember Carrollton Station in New Orleans. It was my. It was the first place I did stand up. Oh, okay. I would go there every Wednesday. They have an it, the open mic still runs. Um, oh, yeah. I and that's where I would often I would often do pretty terribly. Oh god, <laughs> I remember like Caroline still has like that kind of vibe. Like I, that's one of the rooms I did really well in, and that's also one of the rooms I bombed the hardest in at a point where I should not have bombed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you get an opportunity, and I have. I still like. I'll, I can still remember the fucking smell of the green room. You know, any, I mean, we, I've been in there a million times, but like as soon as it hits me and I walk through the kitchen or whatever, I'm like, I get that feeling in the back of my neck when you, when you bomb yeah. and you're just the like, heat. and it's yes. And it's still, it's still there. And I, it fucks me up to this day. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, but I also remember the, I mean, I, I remember for a long time that first probably the first two years of doing standup, I remember like every show I felt bad after, except for the first, you know, two or whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I would always think like, I know I'm bad at this. I know I am, but mm -hmm. I think I could be good at it. Nice. I think I'll figure this out. Right. And I do remember like the show where I, where it like clicked. I was like at the house of blues in new Orleans. There was a, there was not, not what you're thinking when you think house of blues it's just like <laughs> i was like, it's like <laughs> no they had like the lead. there was a there was a manager there who i don't know if he still does stand up he's a great friend he, now he's like an like a published author um oh. namely on blanda but he was a manager there who ran he ran an open mic and a show there just hmm. like in the garden in the outdoors section and i remember doing a show and it i was like oh I understand what a joke is supposed to be. I understand like how you're supposed to be confident on stage. Right. Um, and like that moment where it clicked. Yeah. Did you have an, a vision of yourself where you wanted to be and who you wanted to be as a standup? And has it changed since, you know, to this day, I guess? It's changed a lot. I think when I started, I wanted to be like Sarah Silverman or Amy Schumer. Sure. Um, and, and then for a little while I did want to be like very political and prescient. Mm -hmm. Um, but now I mostly just like want women to like me more than anything. Nice. Um, and I want to speak to like my own insecurities more than like the goings on of the country. Sure. Yeah. Well, when I saw you, that was you were very open and very honest about, um, you know, who you were and what's going on and all that kind of stuff. So that was the thing that like I thought was that's I don't know. That's one of the things I've always been like attracted to to a comedian is like if they're talking about stuff that's like very personal to them and they're making it super funny. And I feel like I already know you because that's the illusion. It's like, Oh, somebody yeah. walks off stage. Like, Oh man, I, I, yeah, I know them. And you're like, no, you don't. Uh, but it's still, I think you have that kind of vibe, you know? Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, is it something that like your family's cool? Like, are they, have they come to see you? Do you like that? Yeah, they've all come. My parents are super thrilled. Oh, that's nice. 
Uh, especially now. <laughs> I do remember, <laughs> I do remember maybe like four years ago having dinner with my mom and her saying, cause you know, I was like, I was in my late twenties. Um, I was still walking dogs like full time and my mom kind of being like, okay, but like how long can you really keep this life up? Sure. Um, and, and I understand where that anxiety was coming from, right? Like, like when you're 22, 23, it's cute. But when you're 28 and like engaged, <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, yeah. But Probably when but you're yeah. 38 and single, <laughs> um. <laughs> but, they, but they've always been like super supportive and like mm. and very much love coming to see me. Nice. My brother too. He's like very protective, but also very supportive. Oh man, yeah, that's gonna be. Left was going to say if your family was actually there, that would have been a whole bloodbath of a thing. I have a feeling. Uh, <laughs> um, do you do you feel like your musician brain and comedy brain kind of because that's all I like that you like have a, a whole different artistic side to comedy because I feel like some people are just in the comedy lane. And I think you can tell when they haven't had any other mm -hmm. kind of art form, like kind of bleed into it. Do you have that kind of music brain that kind of bleeds into the comedy stuff? I don't think so. I wasn't really that good of a musician. <laughs> to be okay. like, oh. <laughs> I was fine. I was, mm. I was, I was decent enough. Uh, I always really liked playing because your brain, like my brain would shut off, like mm. not, not turn off, but in, you know, when you're just like, there's so many, man, if I say like voices in my head, it makes me sound like I'm insane, but <laughs> No, but mine. you know where it's just like you have toxic thoughts and intrusive thoughts sure. and like and you can't ever really focus on one thing. Mm -hmm. But with with music, it was able to just be like, here's what's on the page. I'm I have to play it and all everything just like kind of like quieted down. Yeah. I don't feel that way with stand up, right? Mm. Like stand up, I think I'm you're like firing on all cylinders. Yes. The synapses are firing. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. So I I think they I think they made me feel very differently and I think I approach them very differently. That's a good way to describe it though cuz I feel the same well I only the only time anything that quiets down is when I drink which probably not a good thing to <laughs> to admit or admit live. Um but there's a but the like the stand up thing like I feel like uh the comedy side of it overwhelms all other kind it's like you're right all the synapses are firing but it gives everybody some a job to do so you're like right. you're, everything that you're interested in anyway is like you're building laughter you're paying attention to the room comics always do like six or seven things in their head at the same time they're performing they're very rarely like rolodex next joke rolodex next joke no you're kind of thinking of like what's going to be your next joke while you're telling the joke yep you're also trying to think of like is there like a what's the reaction going to be is there going to like you're anticipating that mm -hmm. can i find a new line here like do i feel comfortable enough to find a new line am i performing this well enough like yeah. and is my so did somebody knock over my fucking camera am i going to get this tape is mm -hmm. this going to be the tape where i'm going to send it do you are you good at on a normal night like you know because i have a hard time to this day winding down like if i do a show i'll usually drive sometimes after the weekend's over i don't stay till sunday i just drive through the night no matter Same how dude. far right it's yeah. like if it's I'm within like, four hours i'll drive that night absolutely i'm like i'm fucking awake uh, there's no point i don't want to waste a sunday as if i'm not going to sleep um <laughs> and uh that's what i tell myself I'm like yeah i can get a lot of stuff done that sunday I'm like now but yeah do you do stuff to like calm yourself down uh i usually come home yeah you have to there's it doesn't matter how long you do it. You still get adrenaline from it. Sure. Um, I usually, this is like, I guess not the best habit, but I do usually wait until I come home to eat. Oh. Um, most of the time, unless it's like a really late night, mm. but even still, I'll try to, I'll, I still feel like I need that signal. So I'll eat like a snack. 
Mm. when I get home, just no matter what, and like watch an episode of The Office or whatever that I've seen 17,000 times. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I have to like, it's like I have to sit on the couch before I can go to bed, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's always that. I'm trying to be better about when it's a city spot of like on the train ride home reading. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, in in a car, it's takes a bit oh absolutely uh and i love that you're so do you have um well you're in the city a lot i know that much but now you're is the road because i saw like you know through your um instagram and stuff before maybe before the pandemic but you just started going out on the road right or am i wrong yeah you're right no i i was starting to like work consistently on the road featuring for people okay and then the pandemic hit and i was very annoyed um <laughs> i'm like terrified and whatever all the other yeah things. yeah <laughs> and right, then, right, like, right. later and then later traumatized um but but at the time i was pretty annoyed because <laughs> you just didn't know like what's gonna happen like sure who who's gonna who's gonna continue on from this yeah yeah absolutely yeah um, were you were you doing things to stay creative in the meantime like i know you tried to go like we all tried to dabble and go out a little bit here and there and then like feel the water and you know and stuff like that but um during you, during covid yeah yeah like were you doing stuff to keep because i you know everybody went into a different like i mean i started this fucking thing um and i didn't mean to say that with disdain i love it uh <laughs> still didn't sound like i was being genuine i'm like i love it trust me um i really do um, but, uh, did you do stuff to like, keep yourself like, you know, sharp and, and whatever, like, how'd you handle it? I did those park shows, um, oh, nice. in the summer once, once we realized we were allowed to go outside, I did those. Um, I did zoom shows, which mm. I think once, once, once I realized this is not stand up, this is something different. This is its yeah. own thing. It became fun. Um, you know, I started, I figured out how to do like this, the screen share and I would do little like slideshows and stuff with it. Oh, that's cool. Oh, so yeah. you did your own, like you went out and like got hired to do your own stuff. Like, yeah, I would do my own stuff. I, I I did a lot of synagogue shows on Zoom. Wow. Um, started working my way into the synagogue circuit. Yeah. Um, then, <laughs> what is that like? Um, what's it like? It's... I know Christian comics who've done like the Christian scene, I like, but I don't know anybody who's ever done like a synagogue thing. You can be a little edgier on the Christian oh, nice. scene, I'd yeah. say. Um, the best was I did, I did one Zoom show for, um, you know, the villages in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did one for that community for their synagogue. And I don't know. I mean, the villages are like infamous for like, you know, they're like Trump supporting whatever. These were not those people, obviously. Right. But they're also famous for having the highest rate of STDs. I knew in, that. In like an elderly <laughs> community um, because those people are getting it. And... <laughs> There was one woman, uh, this old woman on the on the Zoom who she she had to mute herself the whole time because her her smoke alarm kept chirping. And finally, she came back on and she said, you know, afterwards, I I, I asked, you know, I said, like, does anybody have any questions for me? Because it's you know, we're we're finally together and blah, blah, sure. blah. And one of the women was was talking to she, she said, you know, your, your smoke detector is going off. And, and the woman said, yeah, I know. Um, I can't reach it. And, and the fire department right now, they won't come out just to change it because everybody's like so short staffed because of COVID. So they won't come and come and do it. And the other woman goes, so start a fire, Charlotte. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just like, yeah, these fucking sassy, horny broads, man. This is the best. Oh my God. That's great. 
Oh man, I didn't have anything like we had like a I did like a couple Zoom things, like a bunch of charity stuff. We were on a charity thing. Um, I don't know. Did you do the did you do the did she do the charity thing for cancer? We had like 300 some odd comedians on and we were up for hours. So I don't remember who popped on. You did 80, 89 hours. Yeah. Over 89 89 hours hours of just comedians coming on. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of comedians. Um, But uh, yeah, we did that. And there was like a couple other things. But the Zoom show, same thing. Once like I did a couple of them. And once I got a cut, like, oh, this is not like stand up at all. And it's just fun or whatever. It was okay, But otherwise, I was like, this is forever. I'm going to go into banking. Yeah, <laughs> something like this is not for me. Did you pick up any hobbies? Um, I didn't bake bread or any. Well, I, that's not true. I tried. I'm not a good cook uh, or, or bake or anything like that. Like, I, you know, but I did try to like bake some bread. I was like, maybe that'll be kind of fun. Uh, tried to make a pizza. I say tried. I'm, when I'm talking about a pizza, I mean, like I literally burnt DiGiorno. Like it's not I'm not great at all that stuff. Um, but uh yeah hobbying not not really much anything i did that like i i created this like i was pitching shows in la like uh, on and off before that and then um dystopia tonight was a name that i'd had uh because while i was pitching stuff it'd get really close you know how it is you you get close you write some Mm -hmm. shit you go out to the networks they tell you maybe it doesn't go anywhere and in my head i was like yeah i'm not gonna get shit until like i'm like on death's door or until like right before the world ends and i thought oh it'd be kind of funny and so I I started writing a show called Dystopia Tonight where like some like, you know, mid-level comic, um, the world is ending and the network still wants to make money and all the talk show hosts are dead. So they're like, hey, you want to want to host this show while fucking Florida is sinking and like, you know, there's a comment. Address? I think it'd be funny. So I wrote like a couple episodes um, and I was getting ready to pitch it. And then, of course, COVID hit. And so I liked the name so and much. And your dreams came true. And, and, and it really happened. And I was like, yay. Um, yeah, but it was cool. I got to talk to, um, you know, a bunch of people I probably would never get to. I like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it was ridiculous to even ask. Like, I've had, you know, bands that I love on the show forever. Like, Art Alexakis from Everclear was one of the first guys that was on. Frank Turner, Gin Blossoms, um, you know, uh, Ed Asner. I was, I killed him. Um, and uh, we were his last interview, that was fun. I really, really, uh, yeah, we were, and I, but I, I don't wear that with any sort of pride. I feel very bad that I was the last, you know, is the last interview. I mean, it was good, it was fun, we had a good time, but also, you know, it's sad as fuck. Um, you know, you the I reason Dick Van Dyke's been avoiding us, yeah, <laughs> I would, fucking, I, yeah, I'd love to have Dick Van Dyke on, that'd be great, but I would feel terrible if I was, is he still alive, time. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, wow. yes, that'd be great, yeah. Wow. Nine. Yeah, actually, Incredible. we're looking uh, for help to dig him up if you're not free on. Uh, if, you're free. <laughs> I don't know if you're doing anything on Monday, uh, right after Kimmel, if you want to drive to Malibu for sure, me, sure, sure, that'd be great. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's kind of what I did, and I I never did any podcasting stuff before. I've been on them, but I'd never done anything, so that's like hobby esque. Do you play an instrument? You look like you do. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> You're like, you look like you don't shower for a few days and maybe live on the road out of your car. Um, yeah. I do. I have you a, look like you um, live in a bus with four guys. <laughs> he does, can, but he's not a musician. Yeah, no, I know I can play like I have, um, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a musician by any means, but I do have like a banjo that I can do a little okay. thing on. And I've used to, I have a keyboard that I've had for fucking ever. And I've memorized songs and I'm not good at it. I'm not good at reading music. My mom can play by ear. Um, really? so I can, yeah, wow. yeah. I so I can kind of do that kind of stuff. Like if somebody like, you know, um, explain like shows me or whatever, like I can pick up a song and like memorize it and play it, but I can't read. I've never taught myself to read music. That's so, pretty cool though. That's easy. 
If you can oh, already really? play by really? ear, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I mean, it's I, not easy, easy, but it's like very learnable as oh, okay. opposed to like learning something by ear. It, that's so oh. much harder. Yeah, I don't know why it's like not a like we had um, a composer on the other day. And uh, he was like, yeah, if you give me three notes, he's amazing. He's like, if you give me three yeah. notes of anything, I can play improvisationally. Like, I, that's how he that's how he creates. And that's how he hears music. And I'm like, yeah, it's um, uh, uh, a squiggly <laughs> with uh, it's got like that. And he's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. He's like, have you seen music ever? Like, I'm like, I've seen Fantasia. Well, there um, you go. Yeah, that's not that counts, right? It does, but it I would love does. to be like, like I like that you. The saxophone's a fucking awesome, awesome instrument. I wish I could play something like that. Do you miss it? Yeah, I miss it. I miss, you know, my husband got me for uh, for Hanukkah one year. He got me this like synthesizer saxophone where I can just plug my mm. headphones into it and not bother anybody. Um, but <laughs> even still, I've noticed like even picking it up, like you know, my like the pain is just like it's always there. Damn. Oh, um, so it's a bummer. I do miss it. I miss like, I don't know. I just miss like fiddling around. Yeah. One of our viewers actually said you should bring the uh, saxophone on Kimmel and just hold it in the hand like Bill Clinton did. <laughs> and just buzz it out. Okay. I don't think I need to have more in common with Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's great. Do you, do you, da do you like doing, you said you got kind of got out of like not being a political comic or whatever, but you weren't even doing political material, right? No, I mean, I was like, I guess it depends on how you define political, because like, mm. I, I'm not talking about politicians. Sure. Um, but I was talking about birth control. And oh. that and like, you know, that I it shouldn't be political, but that is now because sure. our access to it is eroding. Yeah, um, yeah. I do like writing political jokes, like any political packet that comes for a show. I like I, I love those. Right. Um, I really like writing political jokes for somebody else's voice. I okay. just don't like it in mine. Oh, gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. I don't like the feeling. You know, it's the same way that I used to when I was starting out and I wanted to be like Sarah Silverman or Amy. Sh like I, I was writing these jokes that would elicit any reaction, okay. um, regardless of whether it was laughter or shock. And I learned that I do not like that. I don't mm. like that reaction. Right. Um, so I think it's just all about like, yeah, I love like the craft of joke writing. Um, and I think political humor lends itself to that because there's so much happening all the time. Yeah. Um, but I, I just don't like telling it. Do you do you feel like um, writing is kind of where you'd rather lean? Like, would you is your goal to like get on a writing staff, a writing show, anything or have your own show? Like, what's your goal? I mean, I have a lot of goals right now. Um, my goals are right now, like mostly focused on stand up and like I would like to tour. I would like to have a special. Nice. Um I would, but yes, I want to be like staffed on a writing, sh on a, on a show writing. I want to eventually, if I can ever fucking get my life together, write a pilot. Um, you know, I have like a couple of, a couple of things kicking around in my head. Um, mm. but I don't know that I necessarily need to like star in them. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I understand that completely. Yeah. I'm not, I, I had to do a, a short film and we don't have any money. Shocking. Um, and then they were like, yeah, you do, you, you'll do the thing. And I, I hate every minute of it uh because i'm in it i'm not i don't want to act um yeah. i don't bear kind of my mind if somebody mistakenly cast me in something and they pay sure. me a lot of money and i'm like that's on you guy yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to hire me to play myself great. yes exactly yeah i love me um just not uh, you know 10 percent more or 10 percent less of me that's fine um is there uh any any kind of like 
you know, I don't want to say like there's somebody like you have in mind, but like when you're going out on the road and stuff like that, like I know you go out with John Marco a lot, but are you looking to like, do you, are you comfortable going out on your own or do you think that like, is this shaking you at all? Like, I don't want it to, but obviously it's like something on your mind. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I, I was already starting to headline the last, the last few months. Right. Um, I, you know, I, I just don't know like how I'm going to feel when I'm back on the road. Right. I know that I've been I've been doing spots in the city this week and it feels great. It feels fun. I'm like starting to figure out how to acknowledge and like, you know, write jokes about about what happened. Um, but I I don't know what it's going to feel like to like be in a car by myself. Right. And 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 like be alone again on stage, because mm -hmm. that's really what the road is like. Like yep. in the city, there are other comics on the show. You know, all the staff already like you feel comfortable um but on the road you're you're alone so i just don't know i mean i'm ready to like find out how i feel good but i don't know how i feel yeah it sucks because it's not like it's something you can necessarily control you know what i mean like mm -hmm. you, you know after maybe doing it a few times you can tell yourself all right look this is how it is and i can get through it or whatever but initially it just fucking sucks and the loneliness thing is like for it's everybody like it's any any of us that do this kind of shit like you're like fuck i've got this much time to kill <laughs> before I get mm -hmm. to do the thing I like, and then this much more time to kill in between doing it, you know, and it's, and it's. And like, I like being alone. Like I like traveling. I like mm. the solitude. Um, so it's not. It doesn't drive you crazy. No, sometimes? you know, I think it's, I think I am like drawn to this lifestyle for nice. a lot of reasons, but you know, mm. last night when I was on stage, I had like a coughing fit real mm. bad where I was like, is the psychosomatic and I like, right. is this that? And I don't think it is. I think it's just that I've been talking more this week than I ever have. <laughs> <laughs> and my body's like, all right, Ariel, shut the fuck up for like right, five right. minutes. Like, yeah. Your body's like, how do we get it to stop? Joker. Uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's awesome. Um, well, I want to thank, I got to ask you the last three questions that we ask every guest that comes on. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on because I know you're fucking super swamped and you're killing it. I love that. You're like, yeah, I did Sherry Shepard's show. I'm doing Kimmel next week. Let me stop and talk to John for two seconds. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so first question is uh, a little bit of a softball one, but if you can go back in time and talk to your younger self, what piece of advice would you give yourself that would help you today? Learn to catch and never get sober. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Are you sober? No. Oh, good. I was going to say that would have been nuts if you were like. <laughs> there are a couple years. comics. There are a couple comics who are like, I don't know what I would have done because I can't just relapse for a bit. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Yeah. You know they would. Uh, <laughs> absolutely would. Um, that's crazy. Uh, no, I mean, ironically, I really don't like drink very often. It's pretty mm. rare, but I'm glad that I still do a little bit. Yeah. And good thing. It was like a beer you liked. I don't know what he was drinking. How did it taste? Right. That was my question. Like when, when you sipped it, was it like a satisfying moment or were you just in I the guess bit? so. I mean, it also to be clear, it was a high noon, not a beer, oh, um, but all right. they haven't sponsored me yet. So I'm just going to keep calling it a beer. Oh, um, <laughs> oh they better fucking sponsor. But you. Nice. I know um, it tasted 
It was like a little sweet. I guess it tasted, I mean, like the dumb answer is like, it tastes like maggot tears. Um, but... <laughs> I haven't heard you say that yet if you have been saying it. So uh, I haven't, but I mean, the real, it just, I don't know. It tasted like kind of fruity where I was just like, well, a little bitch drink. Um, <laughs> Everybody drink whatever you want. Doesn't yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. I have, somebody should Photoshop and throw like an apple teeny against the wall. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, second question is, what had to end in your life, good or bad, that led you to where you are today? Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's what had to end? Mm -hmm. um, hmm. That's a really good question. Can you tell me your answer? Uh, oh, oh, no, that's I a good one. Way to turn it around on him. Yeah, I don't like being... I just need to stall. Turned around. Uh, nobody's ever asked me that. What had to end in mine? I don't... That's a good fucking question. I don't know. Um, fuck. What had to end in my life? I think a, I think a, a, a relationship. And my... And mm. I dropped out of college. <laughs> Points. Um, and uh, <laughs> I was... Yeah, I was dating somebody. Uh, um, I... Right out of high school. I think from like high school to freshman year in college. Um, and I convinced myself I had to go cause everybody else was going. I really wanted to do stand up, but I didn't try it. One of my friends moved to LA and she was like, you should just come. Cause you know, you're going to drop out. And I was like, fuck you. That's not going to happen. And then, uh, because I was dating this girl for a while, she cheated on me. It ended. And then I didn't know what I was doing. And, uh, I, that summer I was like, fuck it. Um, I'm, I don't want to go to back anymore. I'm going to do stand up. And I went into the city. And I started doing stand-up and I moved to college and that was it. So okay. maybe that. Yeah. Okay. Like that. I think um either okay, I have two answers. One saxophone. We talked about that. I sure. have yeah. um, but also living in New Orleans had to end for me to be where I am now. Oh, which nice. was that was the hardest thing in the world was to decide to leave there. Um, because New Orleans was like that's like my happiest, that's the happiest place I've ever been. Oh, wow. Um really? I loved living there so much. Um I really never wanted to leave, but it really, I just left because of stand up because, you know, just wanted a bigger, I wanted to see if I could, if I could, um, appeal to a broader I, audience. Yeah. I wanted to see how much better I could get to be honest. Yeah. Like, and New York is the place for that. But there was a long time where I thought I had made a mistake by moving here mm. because it's such a hard place to live. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad I I'm glad I left. But I love going back, and hopefully one day I'll be at a place in my career where I can live there again. Oh, that's sweet. Nice. Isn't it crazy how like you do think like there's nothing that prepares you for like making a decision like uh, the equivalent of going into stand up, which is there's no safety net for or anything like that. Because the same thing with like I thought for the longest time that I'd fucked up. Like no no matter what, like day day two. Because you're like, oh, I, I should have I should have stayed where I was. I should have stayed in college. I should have done this. I shouldn't have done that. And I was working and, you know, trying to do stand-up and stuff. And it's a really weird feeling. And I can't imagine having to leave an actual entire place that you're comfortable in, you know, and banking on your, – you're banking on yourself. Yeah, which yeah. is a scary thing to do. Absolutely. Um, have you gone back since? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took me a while. I went back my first year that I was here um, for a festival. And then – I didn't go back for another six or seven years, partly because I was broke, mm -hmm. but also because it was just, it made me so sad. I was so homesick for it. Mm. Um, I finally went back last November and it was, I mean, it was the best. And I remember walking around thinking like, 
did I make a mistake ever like leaving here in the first place? Like this is, I've never felt so like relaxed and at home and comfortable in a place. Um, and then I went to a few open mics and I was like, no, I'm glad I left. Um, but <laughs> no shade. It was just, uh, I'm just, I made the right decision. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to live anywhere else other than New York? New Orleans. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I mean like, if, would you be comfortable moving to LA? I should have specified like comedy wise. If I had a job, um, like a writing job, I would, I would happily move to LA. Um, yeah. I don't think it's like exactly the city for me. It's not like the, the vibes that fit mine. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I will relapse into my eating disorder if I move there. But you know, if I have good health insurance through the, <laughs> through the writer's guild, who cares? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, LA is uh, a weird place. Um, I lived there for like two years and it was okay. And it was, I, I have like deep depression. That was fun. Um, yeah, it's hard when to be depressed when the sun's out. Oh my God, dude. That was exactly it. It was like 75 and sunny every fucking day. And it was basically just like, how dare you be sad? I know. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, I sleep on an air mattress. And in New York, it's like, why aren't you sad? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I do yeah. belong here. Okay. They shout it from the windows. <laughs> They're like, hey. <laughs> Uh, what are you smiling for? Keep um, crying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't got this. Um, and the last question ties into the show. So if this was a genuine dystopia, more so than it actually is, and you had your <laughs> choice of, you know, government collapse, alien zombies, climate change, or like a comet heading toward the earth, but you wake up and it's everybody's last day, what would be your choice of disaster? And how would, what would be your epic death? How would you want to go out? Ooh. Um... Epic death. I guess nuclear holocaust is how I want to wow. go. Wow. All right. Um, you know, just going back to my Jewish roots, trying to bring the holocaust back in. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just think it would be so instant, um, yeah. so fast, where it's one of those things like you don't know that it's there's no, you know, it's like in a in don't look up. It's like that like that dread yeah. of knowing it's coming for so long. Like that is really difficult for me. And I think my biggest fears are not about dying, but about suffering. Yeah. And I think if it's just like mutually assured destruction, we get into a nuclear war with Russia, we all go out at once. Great. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I like that we're all going out together in your mind. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I still believe in community. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're uh, fucking awesome. Uh, I hope I get to see you more often uh, than just, you know, once every five, six years. Um, but uh, yeah, you're, you're awesome. And I'm so glad this is all happening for you. And uh, you know, hopefully people leave you the fuck alone when you're out on the road. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I appreciate cool. it. It's fun. Yes, okay. thank you for coming on with us. And I, I really thought you were going to go with, like, because everybody's epic death turns into the cover of the episode. I thought for sure it was going to be being stoned by, like, beer cans, like, stoned alive. No, it's so painful. <laughs> <laughs> we're not trying to re-traumatize her, Tom. She's just getting her, you know, she's traveling a lot now and going back out. I already know I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great and we have um, a couple of people that just wanted to say oh, hello sure. to in the audience so uh i know jay bells was asking he said he feels privileged to be watching this young lady i need a shout out for sure from the super duper beer chugging comedian what's so. up jay bells 69 <laughs> <laughs> nice <Yeah. laughs> also she's married so no, <laughs> but yeah we had a lot of positive comments coming from anywhere oh good that's oh, nice yeah. there's right. a slew oh yeah there you go no go ahead so the more I was saying this might be the biggest news about an object being thrown since Butch Jr. in the shoe. Yeah. 
And much like Bill Clinton, I'd like to have less in common with these presidents. (laughs) You're getting a lot of (laughs) all the worst political figures. They're just like, you know, you remind me of a lot of like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, fuck. Or like, um, you know, technically Eleanor Roosevelt was like in charge of a lot of things. Can we get some uh, commonalities there, guys? 100% true. Jackie Kennedy, at least somebody, you know what I mean? Like she kept those tapes. Uh, you recorded your set. It's the same shit. Yeah, exactly. Right? That was a, that was a bit of a reach for me. I was like, who is the fucking woman? Um, yeah. And Jay Bell is actually, he's from uh, Scotland, but he loves it. That's interesting. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> right. You it's nice little... to be able to connect with everybody all over the uh, all over the world, right? Via yeah. this internet. Yeah. How, I wanted to ask too, right before before we go, how many has that video reached already? Do you have like? Um, I I guess it depends on like I haven't counted up all of the platforms combined, but I guess yeah. around six million. Oh, holy shit! Views, wow. which that's fucking pretty right. crazy. It is yeah. pretty crazy, right? One a minute in like a moment. I knew it was why today we were walking my dog. Uh, me and my husband and there's a crossing guard who uh, she's like you know she's like 60 takes care of her mother and she was like so busy week for you and I was like oh you've seen it okay all right cool this has reached okay yeah and you know it's crazy too because I know you know this but everybody thinks all comedians know each other regardless like no matter what like super well so like uh when that happened I just every day People were sending me. They're like, "Is this? Do you know?" Like my older relatives were like, "Did you see on the new like this?" I'm like, "Yes, I saw." It. Like, I know, I know. Like, yeah, she up. like definitely remembers me. Yeah, <laughs> from Washington. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sure. I'm like, yeah, we did this one thing. We passed two ships, passed in the night. Went good job, and then that's uh, that's the end of it. Hilarious, fucking hilarious. Um, what the? F- I was gonna say one other thing, and I can't remember. Probably for the best, because you, you know. must have long COVID, because I feel like you've been coming up short <laughs> more often than usual. I'm, I'm sorry. Did, have you had COVID recently? Uh, May I had it. May. Okay. Yeah, and now okay. they're. How I thought you were correcting you? her grammar. <laughs> May I have long COVID? No. Um, <laughs> which also tracks well because I'm like dropped out of college, and she's like, we can tell. Uh, that was not even. <laughs> remotely correct um what what uh yeah no what did you have you had it right or no i had it in december and it took me i think it took a good three or four months before i Shit. before i was before i was answering jeopardy questions like i knew i could you how know? old are you yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know i know my husband and i were just these this like old jewish couple we record jeopardy every night we wow. watch it religiously it's um that is super sweet yeah, <laughs> I need to get I need to get uh, me a lady to to record stuff with. That didn't make any. That's why I'm gonna die alone. Um, so there's um, yeah, I can't remember what the fuck I was gonna say. But, oh no, I was gonna say Carol. There's a bunch of comedians that were like, oh, she's coming on. That's awesome. Tell her she did a great job. But Carol Montgomery also said, you know, you're fucking great, and she hopes you're doing nice. well. And yeah, she's the best. Everybody's um, so nice. Oh, I know, right? She's she's everybody's comedy mom, which I love. It's like we're she's got all these little children all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I should rephrase that, but it'll be fine. I'll edit it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, hope you're doing great, and you are doing great, and you know, keep in touch or whatever. And I'll tell exactly. you, I don't know how to end this show. Maybe you could help me out with that. It's been two years, and I still don't know how to say goodbye to people. I'm like, anyway, you do a thing, and uh, we will. It's brutal you. if I'm not here. Like if I'm not here, wrap up with him. <laughs> 
I just don't know. I'm like, I feel bad. I'm like, there was a perfect to... segue too, because just like Carol Montgomery and all these other incredible comedian female comedians from the past, we have another amazing, talented female comedian, oh, yeah, Rita Rudner, about to join us on the next episode. What a guest! That's if amazing. You, if you want to stay, you're more than welcome to stay. It's up to you. But I'm sure you got like Jeopardy and shit. I do. I genuinely do have an episode of Jeopardy. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's this guy going on a run. It's insane. It's so good. He's a poker player too. It's real. I mean, oh, you play poker? Crazy. We have so much in common. We gotta have you back. No, I don't play poker. The guy, this guy's a poker player, just like uh, James Holt Tower. Okay, it doesn't matter. I could, we can, we'll do another episode. About I don't think you know his name. Oh yeah, we'll do a whole Jeopardy episode. That's fine. We'll get you on that show. That's what we're gonna do. Or we could play a comedian's Jeopardy. We'll set this up. I'll make it sure. happen. Okay, I'm going to go, guys. Yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> have a great one. Bye. Such a pleasure. Thank you again. Hilarious.